Happy Monday and welcome to another episode of the Equestrian Performance Mindset Podcast. I am Jocelyn Lilieno, I'm an event writer and mindset coach and of course also your host for this podcast. And I am absolutely thrilled that you decided to tune in today because together we are going to make sure that you start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your riding. Hello, what's up? Happy Monday. I hope you have gotten off to an amazing start of this week. If you haven't already done so, make sure you press the follow button in whatever player you are using, because that way you won't miss out on any of my future episodes. And there's also one thing that you can do for me. If you've taken any value at all whatsoever from those episodes in the past, please, please, please go ahead and give this podcast a rating and review. By you doing so, this podcast gets rated higher up, which means it's going to be spread to more people out there so that more writers can find it and more writers can get help with their performance and mindset. So do one good deed today and please go ahead and give this podcast a rating and review in either Apple Podcasts or in Spotify. Now with all that out the way, let's dig into today's episodes and it's going to be about coping with fear. I'm going to give you three ways in which you can cope with your fears. So in last week's episodes, we dug really deep into fears or what makes you feel fearful and what you're actually afraid of. Now we've got all that out of the way and I hope you've done a little bit of homework since last time and and really gotten to the bottom of those because that's the first step. Then the next step, you can actually learn to deal with this. And I say deal with your fears of a reason, because this is a common misunderstanding that people make when, when, when they first start working together with me, but also other people that I talk to. They seem to be under the impression that fears are going to go away. They want to get rid of their fears. But actually, your fears are always going to be there. It's not about getting rid of your fears, but it's about developing coping strategies to deal with your fears. You want to develop ways in which your fears are no longer holding you back. Because here's the thing, and this I'm going to tell you my very favorite quote. It's that courage doesn't mean that you don't get afraid, but afraid, but courage means that you don't let fear stop you. I'm going to say that again to really let it sink in. Courage doesn't mean you don't get afraid, but courage means you don't let fear stop you. So you're always going to have fears, but the most important thing is that you don't allow it to stop you, that you don't allow it to hold you back. So I have a lot and lot and lot of coping strategies when it comes to fear and obviously inside PEP. And and for those of you who didn't listen to the, the last week's episodes where I talked about PEP and I introduced this group coaching program that I'm starting up, it's called the PEP program. It's the Positive Equestrian Performance Program. So obviously in this program, we're going to dig into everything mindset, performance, but also about how to deal with fears. And I'm going to teach you all my coping strategies. So there's yeah, there's going to be loads in there. But what I will share with you today to already give you an idea and to, to give you something that you can already start to work with, I'm going to share with you three of my favorite ones today. And tip number one that I've got here is break your fear down. 
what do I mean with that? Now, fear is made up out of two different components. It's made up out of anxiousness and uncertainty. And fear cannot exist unless those two components exist. So you can't have anxiety without uncertainty. That's, for example, if you ride a dressage show at the home arena. You know everything about it. It's everything. You know what you can expect. You're just a little bit nervous. You're just a little bit anxious. But there's no fear there. Now, the second example here is where we have uncertainty without anxiousness. So this is, for example, a kid on Christmas Eve. You know, I, there, there's there's uncertainty. You don't know what you're going to get, but 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 you're not anxious, right? You're you're not nervous in any way. So there, there's there's also don't that it's, it's not that feeling of fear that's there. It's just a little bit of uncertainty. Now, when you combine those two, that's when you get fear. So that means that you can also tie down either one of them separately, and by doing so, you will also tie down fear. Because it can't exist unless you have those two components. So to start with anxiety here, what can you do to limit your anxiety? Anxiety is an internal response. So you can you can counter anxiety with internal work, such as breathing exercises, meditation, visualization. And then there's actually one tip that I'm using right now, and that is to drink less coffee. So right now I'm, I'm committing to drinking maximum one cup of coffee a day. I've done this actually for the whole month, month of January already. And this has really helped. Like it's made a massive difference for me so it can be as simple as just drinking less coffee if you can eliminate it completely go ahead but if you, if, if you still want to have that first cup in the morning whatever it looks like for you but just limit it because this is increasing your anxiety so if you're feeling stressed anxious worried just drink less coffee now that's anxiousness now the second thing here is uncertainty so how can you limit uncertainty. You might have guessed it already, but you create certainty. So you control the controllables. You ask yourself in every situation, what can I control? What about this do I understand? And what about it can I control? And then you do that thing. So whatever you came up with, you go out and you execute it. And then you ask yourself again, what about this situation can I control? And you do it again. And you go on like that until you controlled all the controllables. I'm going to give you an example here. So let's say we, we, we have a competition coming up. And there's it's a competition on a different competition ground, to be clear. So there's both uncertainty and there's nervousness. So we have, we have both of them here involved. So you ask yourself, what about this situation do I understand? Well, okay. I know where it is on the map, but I've never been there before. Okay, so how can I find out about this? How can I, how can I control this? Okay, I can I can take it already today into ways, so I know exactly how long it's going to take me to get there. Uh, okay, but I don't know where the where that you know I'm going to get the start list. I don't know what it's going to look like. I don't know how much time it's going to take me. Well, what can I do about it? Well, I can drive there. The day before, right? I can drive there on beforehand to make sure that I really know the, the the way to get there and where I can find everything there, where the start is going to be. Okay. Well, I don't know. You know, I might get stuck in traffic. Okay. Well, check ways. See how much traffic there usually is. Go ahead and do it. 
Yeah, but but there can still happen something. There's still some uncertainty there, right? I can I can still you know there can still be an unexpected traffic jam or or you know, okay, yes, that's true. But what can you do about that? You can give yourself an hour extra. So, I think you see where I'm going with this. Ask yourself, what about the situation do I understand? What about the situation can I control? And then take action on it. Ask yourself again. Take action on it. Do this until you've covered everything you can think of. And then by the end of this, trust me, you're going to feel a shitload of less fear because you've controlled all the controllables. You've turned that uncertainty into something certain that you know a lot of things about. Now, if, you, if you've gotten far with this and, and you've, you've controlled all those controllables that you com, can come up with and you still feel a little bit stressed, then this is the time where you're going to combine both, you know, solving your anxiousness and solving your, your uncertainty in one go. And you're going to take a deep breath and you're going to just know that you have done everything you can and that the rest is up to the universe. You got to have the trust that the universe has your back. The universe is not out to get you. The universe has your back. So if you've done everything you can, just take a deep breath and know that you've done what you can. Now, even if you don't believe in the universe, because I have a lot of people when I when I say this, they're like, yeah, whatever universe, just live. yeah, okay, whatever. You know, you don't have to believe in it if you don't want to. I do because it feels, it makes me feel a lot better. It just feels so much better to know that the universe has my back rather than thinking it's out to get me or that it doesn't exist whatsoever. It just really helps me calm my nerve just to know that I do what I can. I put in my best effort, but the rest is not up to me. The rest is out of my control. Someone else is going to figure it out. So whatever you choose to believe, I can only tell you out of my experience, what works for me, what I've seen working with a lot of my clients. So you do with this information, whatever you want to do with it. But I'm going to summarize this point real quickly for you. So fear is made up of anxiousness and uncertainty. You can't have fear without having both of them. So you can tie down fear by tying down one of them or both. Now, tip number two, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you to go back to that fear that you might have identified last week. If you didn't listen to, to last week's episode yet, you can, you can go back and listen to it. Or just think of a fear, something that you're afraid of, what, what you're really afraid of. So I'm going to take an example here just to, to put it all into pictures. So Let's say that you were not to subscribe for a clinic because you're afraid of what the people there is going to think of you. That there will be people standing on the side, they're thinking you're an amateur because you don't feel ready to do that particular clinic. Now, the thing is that that very clinic might do the might be the one thing that you need to do right now to actually get better to improve your performance to take that next step in your writing that clinic might that be that very thing that you need to be doing now if you don't do that you might ha- ending up not going to the next clinic and not going to the next one and not going to the next competition because you didn't have that clinic and then before you know it you're one year further and you are exactly at the same point that you are right now. Now, the question I got for you, what are you actually most afraid of? Are you most afraid of those people's opinions, people that you might never have met before? Are you afraid of what they're going to think of you? Or are you more afraid of ending up one year from now and being at the exact same point that you are right now? What are you most afraid of?
I can only speak for myself, but I'm a hell lot more afraid of being in the exact same point I am right now in an, in an entire year from now that an entire year of my life would have passed without me getting any closer to my goals. That scares the hell out of me. So honestly, if I make that comparison, the choice for me is pretty damn easy. I'm not going to allow those other people's opinions to stand in the way for me because I am not going to be in the exact same place one year from uh, from now. Hell no. So what are you afraid of? Again, what is the core of it? What is it that you are really afraid of? Go those layers deeper. And what is the consequence if you don't do this? If you don't go ahead and take that action that you have in mind now, what's the consequence going to be? And which one are you more afraid of? Think of the consequence and think of the consequence in long in long term. Because if you keep on making that choice again and again and again and again, let's be honest, you're going to be in the same position one year from now, five years from now, ten years from now. So what are you most afraid of? Those other people's opinions, whatever that core fear is for you, or being in the same position. So that leads me into tip number three, actually. And I'm pretty sure some of you are not going to like this one, but it is a really good tip and I'm going to put it out there anyway. And that is to expose yourself to your fear. If you're afraid of failure, guess what? You're going to have to go out there and fail a lot. You're going to have to feel the fear and you're going to have to do it anyway, because when you do, your brain is slowly but steady starting to realize that it's not the end of the world that you won't die from it. Because the thing is also that 90% of what we worry about actually never happens. So rather than you know allowing that to go around and around and around and around and around, just take action. Just do it and see what happens. Honestly, I challenge you. Just take action. Try it out. See what happens. I'm pretty sure that you're not going to die from it. Now, if you think it's like, oh yeah, you know, I really, you know, I really want to make that step up. Sure, that sounds amazing, but but it's just, you know, that step up to that 120, it's just it's just a little bit too much than what I can handle. Like I I honestly I I I just won't be able to handle it. Make it easy for yourself. So if you, you know, you you, you do want to push your comfort zone, but you don't want to push it too far out because yeah, that that's that you don't wanna you know, make our, our stress and anxiety explode. I mean, we do want to expose ourselves to our fear, but do it within limits because otherwise, you, you know, it's, it's not going to be a good end result anyway. So what you can do is make it a little bit easier for yourself. So push your comfort zone, but just a little bit. So an example here, let's say you were to make that step up to, to a new level. It's an easy example. So, and you're, you're worrying about what other people is going to think about you. Then what you could do, rather than doing that that 120 in your home arena where you know a shitload of people, what you could do is go somewhere we don't know anyone. We don't know anyone at all. So that means that that fear is going to be a lot less. You're going to make it a lot easier for yourself. It's not going to be anyone there that can judge you. So that would make it, that the step out of your comfort zone is still going to make it, but it's not going to be as far. So start small. Make it as easy as possible for yourself, but still make sure that you push that comfort zone. All right. So that was all I had for you for today. 
I'm going to just summarize it as always. So these are three ways that we went through that you can use to cope with fear. The first one is break it down. Realize that fear consists of the two components, anxiousness and uncertainty. And by tying down one of those, you're actually tying down fear. Second here, what are you most afraid of? What is it that you're actually afraid of? What's the real core of it? And what is the consequence if you don't do this thing? What is the consequence if you don't do that thing that you're you're holding yourself back from doing because of this fear? What's the consequence if you don't do it? What's the consequence over one year? And what are you actually more afraid of? Are you more afraid of that consequence or are you more afraid of that fear? Third, expose yourself to your fear. Feel the fear and do it anyway because a lot of the time when we just go out there and do it, it's not as not at all as as bad as we we imagined it in our heads. So just by you doing it, you're going to realize or your brain is going to realize that it's not as bad. So decide of one of those three, ingrain it in your mind, because again, I don't want to overwhelm you. So those are just three tips that you can use. You can pick out one of them and make sure that you just use that because it's much more useful that you actually pick out one that you actually use rather than trying to use those all. Now, with that being said, this is actually the end of this episode. If you want more of those kind of techniques, that you, the ways in which you can deal with your fears, as I mentioned earlier, we're going to dig way deeper into this as part of the PEP program, the Positive Equestrian Performance Program. It's starting up on the 5th of April. This program is going to be a community of driven riders who are there to motivate each other, pep each other up. And also, of course, there's going to be a lot of valuable knowledge in there. You're going to learn everything you need to know about performance mindset, how you master the mental game so that you can become the absolute best rider that you can possibly be. This is for riders who want to make that step up this year, who really want to take things to the next level. But that doesn't necessarily have to mean that you want to make a step up in terms of height or a new dressage height, whatever it is for you. It can also just be that you want to be making progress. You don't want to be stuck in another year or exactly the same spot that you've been at until now. You want to actually make progress. So if you're serious about making progress, this program is for you. Now, this can also be if you've been away from riding for a while, but you are eager to get back into it and you want to get back into the game. So wherever you are at in your riding journey, it doesn't really matter. But what matters is that you are willing to make this priority, that you're going to take this knowledge and you're going to put it into action and you're going to use it to actually make a change this year. So I'm going to stop myself here because I feel like I'm going to go on about this program forever. If you want to join the waitlist, please go ahead and check in the show notes. You'll find a link in there that will take you straight to to joining the waitlist. Also, you can get in touch with me on Instagram. Also, my Instagram handle is in the show notes. So if you have any questions at all whatsoever, don't hesitate to get in touch with me. And as for today, I only have one thing left to do, and that is to challenge you to start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your riding. See you next week. 